just want Long to pray. Hope Radio. Forever, forever, and ever, you die together blessings and glory they all belong to you can we just stay right there for a few moments if that's all right with y'all 
blessings and glory. If you believe that wherever you are watching this on this live stream, come on, wherever you are, just come on, help us say blessings. Blessings and glory. Come on, and Sunday of 2022. We are just excited. Uh, so many great things coming down the pipeline, man. I am just uh, overjoyed with some stuff that I know we got to do, and we are excited that you are a part of that with us. But today, 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 our scripture text comes from the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11, one verse, one verse. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. I'm going to give you a few minutes. I know you're at home, but if you're on your computer, it should not take you that long. Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1. Amen, amen. It simply reads, it simply reads, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. The word of God is already blessed. Let us welcome God into this place. Lord God, we welcome you into this place. 
Lord God, we recognize that even in a virtual space, you are still God. God, even if they're connected from one side of the planet to the other, you are still there, God. Your Bible says anywhere that you, anywhere that we are, you are God. And we trust you right now, God, to show up and have your way, God. Show up in some bedrooms this morning for someone sitting beside the bed watching. Show up at a kitchen table this morning for someone watching at a kitchen table. Show up at the living room, God. Show up if they're in their car, God. Wherever they are, God, inhabit that place with your presence because their praise is going forth. And if it be a sweet-smelling favor unto you, bless them as they go. We pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. you join in with us this morning as we sing no not one there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus no Oh, 
about your presence here online with us via YouTube or our Facebook channel. We are grateful for your presence. As Minister King has already said, why don't you just let us know where you're watching uh, watching the services from. We would certainly uh, greatly appreciate it. We've already seen some folks from Buffalo, New York, some folks from Forest Park, and some folks down in Jamaica. Praise God for your presence. Let us know where you are from, where you are watching the services from. We would greatly appreciate it. We are super excited. And we know that God will bless you real good being in our worship service today via YouTube or Facebook Live. We are just want to let our membership know we are continuing on in this online worship experience for the foreseeable future. Uh, as many of you know, in the Chicagoland area and nationwide, the Omicron variant is wreaking havoc in our communities. And in an effort to keep our congregation safe and secure, we have suspended in person. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying that it won't be long, but we're going to continue to be safe and do the prudent thing for our faith community. We only have a couple of announcements to make uh, today. We just want to make certain that you are aware that Sunday, that Bible study will resume this coming Wednesday at 6 p.m. Bible study will resume this coming Wednesday at 6 p.m. on our Zoom channel. We're grateful to those of you who have already been a, a partner with us uh, on our Sunday school conference call every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. That number is continuing to do well, and we are grateful for your continued faithfulness. Also, to our membership, we will continue to ask for your continued stewardship in your stewardship in relation to uh, our faith community. You know what you need to do. You know what our responsibilities are, and we're asking you to honor your stewardship and your commitment to our church. We don't want to get weary in well-doing. Amen. And if God has blessed you, you need to know that you're blessed to be a blessing. We are so grateful today uh, for all of you, all of you in this brand 
new year. We will continue in worship this morning. Uh, we have a couple of other announcements um, to, le- to let you know about, but we're going to continue in worship, and we'll do that at altar call. Amen. know or can reflect back on 2019, 2020, 2021, but praise God for 2022 because we have a new beginning. But when we reflect on what God has already brought us through, it's given us a lesson to know that through it all, We have to trust in Jesus. We have to lean and depend on our God for our situations to get better only through God. I've had tears many tears and sorrow I've had questions for tomorrow there's been times I didn't know right from wrong (laughs) but in every every situation God gave me blessed consolation that my trials only would come to make me strong. I've been to a lot of places. I've seen a lot of faces. There've been times I've
trust in Jesus. Oh, I learn to trust in God. Uh, and also, last but not least, if you have 
uh, the wherewithal. If you just feel like driving by and seeing the building, you can do that as well, or drop it in the mail, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Amen. Musicians, give us some good giving music. Amen. Come on, y'all. prayer time. Um, This is our virtual altar call, and we're inviting you, if you have any special prayer requests, to put those prayer requests in the chat on our YouTube or Facebook. You ain't got to give details. You can just say, pray for me or pray for a certain person want to lift up the family of Sister Sarah Billups uh, in the passing of her sister, Darlene Block. Those funeral services will be Friday, January 14th at the Second Baptist Church, 436 South 14th Street in Maywood, Illinois. The wake is at 10 and the funeral is at 11. We also want to inform our faith community of the passing of a longtime former member of Ebenezer. Many of you will know her. Sister Minnie Ethel Hurd made her transition. Sister Hurd was a part of many of our choirs here at Ebenezer, and uh, certainly we don't have any details as of yet, but as soon as we get that information, we will pass that on to you. Our prayer list, those who are on our prayer list today, 
we are lifting in prayer Sister Crystal Davis and Lindsay Mayfield. We continue to pray and intercede on behalf of Sister Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, Latima Nathan, uh, Deacon Chester Coleman. We are lifting up in prayer Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, Brother Kenneth Sexton. We're praying. We're praying for you, Brother, and Sister Minnie Peggs and Al and Mary Burton. We're lifting up Mary Sumter and Shirley Anderson and Grace Lee. We're praying and interceding on behalf of Mary Grant and Sarah Phillips and her extended family, Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Ethel Brunson. We're lifting in prayer Gladys Evans, Patricia Hatcher, Calvin Malone, Alvina Hawkins, Janice Carr, Reveal Adams, the sister of Naomi Campbell. We're lifting up Reverend James Thompson and Mary and Gil Horton. And we're lifting up the First Lady, Dr. Pam, as she recovers from a procedure this week, who is resting at home. Let us intercede and pray for those who have requested prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful today to have this opportunity to call upon your name. God, you know the list before the names are even founded out, O oh God. You know the list before the names are even yet spoken. God, and so we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would touch everyone that's on our list, those whose names did not make the list, those whose names were lifted in the chat space, God. We're asking, oh God, that you would touch and that you would heal and that you would meet them at the point of their need, oh God. God, we know you to be a God who hears and answers prayer, oh God. We are a witness and we can give testimony, oh God, to the power of prayer. So God, have your way in in all of our lives and in our various circumstances. God, we lift up our faith community today, oh God. We are back again in this online-only worship service, O oh God, and we thank you, O oh God, for this avenue to continue to get the word, the good news of Jesus Christ out, O oh God. God, we're asking, O oh God, that this, this time in which we are living, this pandemic field time, O oh God, that you will speed up the day for its conclusion, O oh God. We ask, O oh God, that you would touch those who are still being impacted, O oh God, by this disease, O oh God, those who are in hospital rooms, even now, O oh God, those who have lost their lives just last night, O oh God, to this and other things that are happening in our society, O oh God. God, we ask that you would have mercy upon us, O oh God. Have mercy upon us, O oh God. God, we pray for our church and we pray for our leadership, O oh God. All those who stand in leadership in our church, O oh God, we ask that you would touch them, O oh God. Pour back into them, O oh God, that which they pour out, O oh God. Give them a double portion of your blessing, O oh God. Allow them, O oh God, to keep on keeping on, God, even when the days sometimes are long and hard and difficult and challenge, O oh God. Give them, encourage them their spirit, O oh God. Give them a willingness to continue to serve you and to serve your people. God, we are grateful for the gift of life, for this opportunity to be in this sanctuary, O oh God, to lift your name and to promote your name, O oh God, upon these airways, O oh God. We ask, O oh God, that something that will be said, something that will be uttered, some song that will be lifted, O oh God, will speak to the needs of those who have gathered in this holy space in faith. God, have mercy right now. Have mercy. Hear the cries of your people, O oh God. 
Hear the petitions of your people, God. God, we lift now this prayer upon the wings of the afternoon and place it before thy feet. To the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. I would just like to take this time to thank my brother from another mother, <laughs> Michael Walker, who recently moved here from St. Louis. We've been knowing him back for years and years. He's sung here before. But uh, last yesterday, I woke up and Mr. Kidney Stone decided to act up again. And I really didn't think I was going to make it today. But God who is able <laughs> to keep us. And I want to dedicate this psalm, Broken and Healed, to all the people that Reverend was just listing on the list. Because it has been hard these last few years, going through COVID and different sicknesses and things and not this kidney and but God is able to heal us and deliver us but we got to hold fast and hold on to the promise of God so as you listen to this song I want you to receive your healing and your deliverance from whatever situation you're in knowing that God is able Into this building, you brought your burden, you brought your pain. I have a message for you today that when you leave here. You won't be the same, no, no. So you tell me you've been to your physician. Look at you now. There's no change in your condition. Reach out and touch the master's robe. There's healing for your mind, your mind, body, and your soul. Oh, yes, there is. Come on, Michael, help me out. God can He can mend your brokenness. He has a miracle for you today. Once you trust Him, you will receive. Oh, 
yes you will. Oh yes you will. God knows, yes he does, about your situation. But with every test and every trial, there's a revelation that God is able to supply your every need. He's here to touch you, oh, heal you, and set you free. Oh, yes, he so by the time you leave this building, my prayer for everyone in here, that you receive your healing. One God works a miracle to fix your need. You need to go and tell the world. Receive, oh yes, I have. I receive God and He and He can mend your brokenness. He has a miracle for you. Once you trust him, you have received. Now God has healed. God has healed. He has delivered. He has made your brokenness.
and I'm free, I'm free, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I am
Nobody gets ahead, start climbing up the ladder of life. Even after we accept Christ and become a part of the family of God, it does not mean that we are instantly ready to assume the ultimate role God has planned for us. And I know and understand that we can sometimes get, we can get frustrated because it seems like we've been assigned to a, a lower level of responsibility than we anticipated. And some might find themselves beginning to wonder whether their life is stuck in a permanent holding pattern with the Lord. But God's planning requires our patience. Just imagine for a moment, if you would, the patience Job had to have. I mean, he could have succumbed uh, to his losses. He could have succumbed to the loss of his children, the, the, the loss of his, his family, the loss of his fame, the loss of his wealth. He could have succumbed and followed his wife's advice and cursed God and died. But Job rightly decided to wait on God for his deliverance. Every step we take in life, you see, is a lesson. It's either a lesson in what to do or a lesson on what not to do. For our journey with Jesus is a series, if you would, of building blocks. First comes the demolition, the tear down, then comes the reconstruction, and finally we achieve our destiny. Sometimes we don't realize we've reached our destiny until our soul looks back and wonders how I got over. Beloved, first there is the demolition. You see, when we accept Christ as our personal Savior, we repent of our sins. Repentance is the prerequisite to all that follows. What you mean, preacher? No repentance, there is no salvation. All of that stuff that separated us from the Lord has to be removed through confession. We may not walk in perfect harmony with the Lord immediately. That's why we have to give people time and exercise patience when they are new babes in Christ because you just don't flip a switch and become holy and sanctified. It may take some time to clean up the mess called man or woman. But at the moment, at the moment of confession, something happens that we can't deny. The Christ, the Christ who enters into us reveals the sin in us. And our sins are exposed. They are out there and it's demolition time. Some Christians seem to think that they can avoid demolition, but that will only delay the preparation for your purpose. You can try to move forward with your old building, your old ways, but God says you can't slap a fresh coat of paint on your termite-ridden path and expect him to use you. You see, forgiveness has to rule where revenge once did. 
Compassion has to reign where selfishness once did. Peace has to abide where hostility once did. Submission has to abide where defiance once did. God wants an all-together new you. An all-together new you in 2022. When the demolition is complete, God will move you to phase two. And phase two is what we call reconstruction. Reconstruction can take a, a few years or it can even take a lifetime. Christ, you see, will be the foreman on the job as he develops your new character and teaches you how to make wise decisions. Christ will intervene in your business and teach you how to handle responsibility, not your way, but his way. And you will become wiser in choosing your relationships, smarter in how to manage your time and humbled by your journey. You see, reconstruction is not easy. You've got to avoid the temptations that entice you, the, the circumstances that dissuade you, the fears that frustrate you, and the habits that once controlled you. You will be on a quest for the newness of life. All of this preparation can take time. It takes time. What do you mean, preacher? Joseph's reconstruction took time. As a young boy, he thought he was ready to rule his brothers, but, but he had to serve a number of years as a household servant and a few more in prison before his reconstruction was complete. I tell you, reconstruction takes time. Moses' reconstruction took time. When he uh, discovered his birthright as a Hebrew, he, he thought he was ready to live out the truth of his ancestry with only an Egyptian upbringing. But he had to spend the second third of his life under reconstruction as a desert sheep herder before he learned the importance of humility and the skills for survival. Reconstruction takes time, Ebenezer. Daniel's reconstruction took time. He spent years in Babylon learning the language and culture of the Chaldeans. As a, as a Hebrew, he was probably opposed to it, but he had to learn how to experience it without succumbing to it so he could rise higher and higher in the Chaldean government until he was ready to be an advisor to the king. Paul's, Paul's reconstruction took time. As a rabbi under the tutelage of Gamaliel, he became an outstanding member of the Pharisees. And after his conversion to Christianity, he spent years working and developing his faith in private before a public leader, becoming a public leader in the early church. And after his Damascus world experience, he didn't go running off to Jerusalem to flaunt his conversion before the apostles. The scripture says that he went away into the deserts of Arabia and then came back to the city of Damascus. 
It was not until three years later he finally went to Jerusalem for a visit with Peter and stayed there with him for 15 days. And the only other apostle he met at that time was James, the brother of Jesus. You see, we have to be patient. It takes time. It takes time in our spiritual development. And I wonder if you could say this to yourself, be patient. God is not through with me yet. We have to be patient. We have to recognize that we are on a journey now. And some of the baggage that we bring on the journey, we have to invert it. And it takes time. And I know that being patient is difficult. And you may ask yourself, when will you reach the destiny God has prepared for you? What about it, preacher? When am I going to reach my destiny? Well, I got a super theological response when God says so. Your journey may take a detour through the wilderness. You may have to spend some time in a fiery furnace. Your health, your health may physically drag you down, but every experience is a lesson to prepare you for your purpose. I know some of those difficult days and those difficult nights, you didn't, you didn't understand why you were going through, but it's been the preparing you for your purpose. Torments open our hearts to the sweetness of triumphs. Foolishness teaches us the value of wisdom. Weakness reveals in us the need for God's strength. Hurts invoke a desire for God's healing, and heartaches become our hallelujahs. You see, your destiny may have its own challenges, but after reconstruction, your building will be fortified for the rest of your journey. Storms won't hinder you. Sickness won't stop you. Disappointment will no longer define you. Discord will be replaced with harmony and darkness with his light. Some of you may have already arrived, hallelujah, at your destiny. Some of you may have already arrived and you're living in your purpose and you didn't realize that. You've been fighting the good fight. You've been delivered from demons. You've held on to Christ's joy even in sorrow. You've been Bow for Christ even in battle. You've sung his song even in your midnight. You've inspired others even in the midst of your own infirmities. You've displayed a glow from God's glory even in the midst of your grief. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If that's you, you can say amen. Amen, amen. to the one who shortened your temper. 
Amen to the one who unsharpened your tongue. Amen to the one who raised your standards. Amen to the one who brightened your future. Amen to the one who leveled your thinking, who controlled your emotion. Amen to the one who freed your mind. Amen to the one who mended those broken relationships. Amen to the one who gave you fresh virtues. Amen to the one who gave you sound judgment. Amen to the one who got you this far by faith. Where are you, Ebenezer? Where are you, partners? Where are you on your journey? God knows. And he has a plan for your life. He is preparing you for his purpose. To spread the good news of his saving grace through Jesus Christ. For you see, he gives strength to all who are weary. He gives hope to all who are wretched. He gives victory to all who are victims. He gives delight to all who are discouraged. Where are you on your journey towards your purpose? God's word says, delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine own, of thine heart. God is preparing you for your purpose. And I offer to you these profound words that we hear that echo through the Holy Word. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Beloved, God is preparing you for your purpose. It is my hope, it is my prayer in 2022 that you walk in the newness of life. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, amen. Amen. At this time, we will open the doors of the church virtually. What that really means is that we are extending an invitation to you to join with us here at Ebenezer that you would consider giving your life to Christ, giving your soul to Christ, and that you allow Ebenezer to be the caretaker, the stewards, the shepherds for your soul. We are extending an invitation to you. And if, if, if you are that person today, that wants to give your life to the Lord. We just ask that you just send us your email and just say, I do, I yield, I, I, I believe, I want to be a part of the kingdom of God. Just send us your information, your name, your email address, and one of our officers, one of our deacons will follow up with you 
and go over the plan of salvation with you. We're extending the invitations as our musicians sing and, uh, uh, and offer a musical uh, invitation to you today. We're opening the doors of the church for now is the time. If you want to come by letter, by Christian experience, whatever it may be, if a new convert, brand new convert, we are extending the invitation to you right now to be a part of the household of faith. Is there one? We're looking, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking in our chat. We're looking in our chat, chat space to see if you are the person. You are yielding. Come on. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one?
You think he had it with him? You know what? Let me turn my mic off. Let me turn my
I was trying to show him stuff. He didn't know that bathroom was down there. Of course, y'all, people get hired around here. Thank <laughs> you. 
I'll have to figure that out. 
What's all at a certain time? Oh, I'm looking at it now. Guests under the age of 21 must exit the premises by 6 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. You don't even say that. It says must be 21 over, over to enter the premises. Persons under the age of 21 may only enter the premises with a guardian who is at least 25 years old. Each guardian may bring no more than six underage persons into the premises. I get it. This is at Orleans. On the Addison selector. This one says Rosemont. Eighteen. Rosemont. That's two ninety four. Literally, that's two ninety four going the other way, right? Yeah. You could have went to Addison. That's a good one, Addison. Eighteen. Huh? I can. Y'all finna go? He was trying to walk out to Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Depends on where you at. Final. 
or you wait until you get out the out of the area. That's how I used to do. I I wouldn't like I wouldn't go. Well, no, because I would I would start when I left out the house because I was okay over there on 35th. But I would kind of make sometimes I would like okay I want because if you on 35th and and somebody on the south side need a ride that's on like 63rd, you the closest one still. So you gonna get that <laughs> ding like what? <laughs> yeah. And I've been there. Like I need to go to Robbins. What? <laughs> Yeah, I'll get a gardens. Yeah, that's like 111. That's 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 the uh, what they call that the uh, uh, South. What is that called? The Wild Hunters. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> Literally, the Wild Hunters. I'm good. Where were you at when you when you texted me and told me the Jamaicans was getting in your car? <laughs> Yeah, because you was picking people. That's when we was like tracking each other. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. I ain't getting out of my car. I ain't getting out of my car unless you, unless you, uh, unless you like, if I'm doing an airport ride and you got luggage. And even then, I wasn't even getting out. I popped the trunk. Like, there you go. Go ahead. I stopped doing that because niggas be getting the back of your car with their suitcases. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> I ain't getting out. That's the refrigerator. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I ain't getting that. Cause I know me. Cause I be like, they be like, do you want to meet the driver at the car? Nope. I need my food delivered to the door. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you tell them you if you try to contact them, yeah, at least put the contact you said say you tried. He delivered my breakfast that day from the little Bridgeport place. I was waiting. I was right there. <laughs> lady was like, oh, I didn't even know this was this. Uh, she said, I thought it was the, she said, this is still the Saturday, the same one at the church. I was like, yeah, it sure is. Y'all have service? We sure do. We closed right now. We virtual. Come back. This time for the winner. Yeah. 
From the original ceiling, broke through the drop ceiling. Yeah. I know with the little with the little stuff on it. Yeah. Five million dollars. Five million dollars with. That's what my uncle said. When they had it afraid, when they get ready, they get the loan, but they didn't get the loan. Yeah, but that's what they, it was appraised for five million. How much did they get? Something like that. 